What's up, everybody? Sorry, underrated but confident podcast number nine. I'm joined by Trace, Jimmy, and Zach. Um, you know, we went to UFC Nashville this weekend. It was a hell of a time. Um, you know, saw some great fights. Um, had a wild time. Let's just put it at that. Um, <laughs> so we uh, really enjoyed it. Um, Nashville is always great. Great city and everything. Um, so we'll definitely be back. We'll definitely be back. Um, I know Zach and I will. We'll have to get you guys down for sure. Um, it's definitely a place you have to experience, uh, to say the least. So, um, Trace, what'd you do this weekend, man? I'm sorry, but he muted his mic because he's eating almonds, and I'm fucking dying <laughs> laughing when I saw that. I had to mute because I don't want the crunch to go through. All right, this guy, this guy's freaking munching. I, I can still see the picture <laughs> of him heart. chewing in the background. I saw him popping him in his mouth with his mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, well, they're they're I, good for heart health, okay? Okay. Sorry, go on, Trey. Okay. okay. Gonna mute my hey, mic again. My weekend didn't come anywhere close to that kind of excitement. I'll just say off the bat. But no, I mean, I didn't do a whole lot. I mean, I just pretty much just watched some basketball, some NCAA tournament, uh, did the normal normal stuff. Ate me Pavito, also good, like always, Saturday night. But um, yeah, not, not a whole lot this weekend. Not a lot to really get too excited about. Just the norm. I hear that. Um, Jimmy, what'd you do? Um, I don't really remember. I know Evan was in town for spring break, and then we had a nice little send-off party for him. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. Liver hurts, but that's fine. Yeah, worth it. Trust worth me, it. me and Zach know all about that. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't as wild as y'all's weekend, but still, it was a good win. Probably not. And, uh, <laughs> it was It was good. Uh, Good stuff, good fun. And Sunday, just didn't get out of bed till about three o'clock, and then went to work and yeah, struggled. But it was good, a lot of fun, good stuff. Zach, yeah. would you would you uh, like to uh, tell us about your weekend, buddy? Um, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing happened at all, man. Nothing, not a single thing. Chatterton went to church. Praise yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I I woke up, you know. Uh, Helped an old lady cross the street. Did yep. a lot of charitable work. Yep. You saint. He read the, uh, what is it, that boxcar kids or whatever the hell it was. He read the entire series the whole weekend. I guarantee it. And then he read Berenstain, Berenstain Bears on uh, Sunday. So, I mean, what a hell of a weekend. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go. Yeah, maybe uh, I should cut myself off before I read the Hardy Boys because who wants yeah. to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I said the boxcar kids. Who the fuck are the boxcar kids? That's what I meant. The Hardy Boys. My God. Oh, Hardy Boys. Those yeah. guys. Those, those bullshits. Still, still trying to recover from the weekend we see. Oh, dude, Monday. I, dude, I felt it all Monday morning. Like Sunday, I was like, oh man, I go, I'm going to bed at like 7:30. Monday morning, I was like, dude, what the hell? What the hell? Why am I still feeling this way? Yeah. But let's, needless to say, it got the best of us. Uh, you know, but we, hey, we went to some famous places, um, Tootsie's, which is not to be confused with Drake lyrics getting, you know, shoulder rubs and whatnot. That didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then we went to Nudie's Rooftop. Oh, it's like a famous place up there. Oh, what a time. That was probably one of our favorite places. Um, just went around. 
had a great time. Uh, then went to the fights. Another great time. Um, you know, and just lit it up in Nashville. So, I mean, it was a great weekend. I'm, I'm glad you guys had a chill weekend um, other than Jimmy's liver, mine, <laughs> and Zach's. Um, you know, they're all waving the white flag right now. Trace, way to be a great example and a leader of the team. Yep. I like Good it. Round of applause for, for Mammoth. Good for you. I do think, as we speak. Gold I do think of the three of us, I had the easiest weekend. I did nothing Saturday. <laughs> no, nothing. I literally yeah. no, no, I literally just watched the fights. Saturday, not, a, not my nothing. guy. My guy was a zombie. Shoo. <laughs> Poor man. man I kept that train going. Some, hey, I kept telling him, hair the dog. Hair the dog, man. Makes you feel better. He didn't listen. <laughs> Coming from the guy who was sick Monday still. <laughs> true yeah, down. that's true. Yeah, that's very sick. true. I was just tired, but yeah, I agree. A little both, because uh, I felt the same way on Sunday. But screw it. Anyway, one guy who could be possibly feeling real good at this point is uh, Gronk after he announced his retirement. Probably feeling damn good, partying up, living his best life. And then uh, mm-hmm. also could be Bud Light's new spokesperson. They already mm-hmm. hit him up on Twitter. Um, you know, he likes beer just a little bit. You know, likes to chug. Have a good time partying. Man, we can be great friends. Oh, 1,000%. Yep. Um, you know, happy for him. Thank God he's finally retired. Now, if only Brady can retire, that will make it so much better. He tore, you know, with Brady and Gronk, it was it was on the field. It was just not even fair, man. Like, he tore up every freaking secondary in the league. I don't care who you were. Probably, hands down, the greatest tight end of all time when it's all said and done. Um. Also, uh, real quick, T's and P's to Michael Irvin going um, under or undergoing uh, throat cancer testing. Hopefully, wow. you know, all that it goes well. But I think still the biggest news uh, NFL-wise just released earlier this afternoon, uh, passer interference is now reviewable by officials. So how do you guys feel about that, uh, Mammoth? Yeah, I, I think that's a great decision, honestly. I mean, that's a call that they really miss a lot. I, I feel like pass interference is probably the most missed call of any call in football. Maybe the holding, you know, there's pretty much holding on every play to an extent. But pass interferences can really affect you know, non-calls on when it comes to pass interference can really affect a game. Just ask the Saints and the Rams. I mean, the Saints got screwed at the end of that game. So, 100%. so I mean – I like the decision that they can go back and review them and stuff and get them right. But at the same time, somebody made a good point about that. The fact that in that Rams and Saints game, the NFC championship, they couldn't have reviewed that under this new rule because there wasn't a flag call. Like the only way you can review it is if there's a flag called. So I don't know. They need to make better calls in, in real time, you know, so to speak or whatever. But I do like the fact they can go and change that stuff now because that's going to better the game and it's going to, you know, eliminate some of the questionable results and so forth. So I like it. Oh, for sure. I think like, uh, you know, they, they still need to do something, maybe have like a ref in, in the booth or ref watching the game yeah. elsewhere at a certain location and just be like, Hey, now this is, or, you know, you guys missed this call heads up or no, that's a bad call. Pick up the flag kind of thing. But yeah. um, chat, what do you think, buddy? I think they're playing with fire a whole lot because, I mean, it's a lot like holding. I think that depending on your definition of pass interference, it's uh, it's one of those judgment calls. 
And Good you point. can almost argue that that is on every single play. Oh, 1,000%. Uh, so it just depends how far they go with this. It's, uh, it's playing with fire there. Cause, you know, for the Rams and the Saints, you know, that would have been a nice time to have that. I think I saw that coaches can re- challenge non-calls. I'm not sure. I just noticed that earlier today as well. But, Ooh. man, it's getting to the point where if you really want to get – Tic tacky with it. I mean, you could call that every single play, and I mm-hmm. don't want to see that. I don't want to see this going to review every third play of the game to review for pass interference. Uh, no, I guess we'll see how it gets handled during the season. Uh, that's at least it, my opinion on it. it. It could, like, it could be a really good thing, and then again, it could be a really bad thing. And just adding. Yeah. 30, 45 extra minutes to a game. And I know they're trying to make the game faster, but at the same time, you know, these calls could take 10 minutes each, you know, it's just who knows. Hopefully they utilize it well and, you know, make it better and smarter and safer, but we'll see. Chase, what are you, what's your opinion, big dog? Uh, like you said, I mean, if they utilize it well, um, it could be all right. I think it does pose some problems. Um, because like you said, I mean, yeah, they're trying to speed the game up. But at the same time, if you're going to do hand checks and, you know, little arm grabs at the first five yards, then what the hell are we playing football for? I mean, what are we doing? You know, um, but if if it's definitely one of those calls, God forbid I even defend the Saints. But, um, you know, as we saw with the Rams in the Rams game, I mean, the dude is basically hit sticked before he could even yeah. attempt to catch the ball. So in that regard, yes, like that has to be thrown and has to be reviewed every time. Now, if it's the first five yards and it's just hand-checking, which is physical football, which is supposed to be played, then you don't throw that. You don't review that. And, you know, I just – the way it is, I mean, depending on who, what team it is, that's for sure too because you know how Goodell plays favorites. But um, – <laughs> You know, so we'll see. I mean, I think it's a good rule for now. I think it's definitely crucial to have. Um, like I said, referring back to Ram Saints, um, you know, because if you miss that call, look, it's game altering, and you saw what happened. Rams ended up winning, going to the Super Bowl, um, and obviously they ended up losing to Tom Brady and the Patriots. But at the same time, um, I do believe that the Saints should have been there. Um, yep. in that game, but um, like you said, it all comes down to how it's uh, viewed, how it's called, how it's um, put into place, and how effective it is. So um, we'll see. That's that's all I can say. Well, it's fifty fifty right now. It's up in the air. We'll see. So yeah, if they have this rule back when that game was going on, Saints definitely go to Super Bowl, and who knows, they could have put on a good show and. Made the game pretty good, and or in possibly even won. Right, had a totally different, you know, Super Bowl champion. But you know, it is what it is. Still mind blowing and head scratching that the ref didn't call it. It happened right in front of him. It happened ten yards before the ball even got there. (laughs) I I just, I don't know. I still think that ref should have been fired. He got hit sticked. Yeah, it just completely hit stick legitimately. Yeah, completely depleted, head taken off. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I don't know how you don't call that. Well, I mean, you know, me as a Panthers fan, I could give two shits less what happens to Saints, especially when they lose. But on that, <laughs> you have to call fair. that. Yeah, you have yeah. to call that. 
Yeah, just being a football fan, it's like, okay, yeah. this is this is bullshit. Like, what are we doing? So, yeah. Right, right. Great. Napa know-how. It's Love Your Car Month at Napa. And to show your car the love, get a Napa bucket for $2.99 and save 20% on almost everything you can fit inside, like car wash, car wax, and tire shine. So save some cash and look good doing it by getting 20% off with the Napa bucket. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. Minimum three items may not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 4 by everybody across the board here. <laughs> but uh, moving on to the most exciting time or most ex- exciting sports program going on right now, the NCAA tournament. We are down to the Sweet 16. Uh, the first two rounds, have they haven't disappointed like they never do. There's been some fantastic games, some really good close games uh, that we can talk about here. But looking at the Sweet 16 teams we got right now, over in the East region, we're down to Duke versus Virginia Tech. We're down to LSU versus Michigan State. And then in the West, it's Gonzaga against Florida State and Texas Tech against Michigan. And then over in the South, it's Virginia against Oregon, who's kind of been a little bit of a sleeper, a couple wins there. Uh, and then we have Purdue against Tennessee. And in the Midwest, North Carolina against Auburn and Houston against UK. So a lot of really interesting matchups. We've had some really good upsets. Almost – a huge upset with UCF really should have beat Duke. Uh, so I'll let y'all get in on that. What do y'all think about the first two rounds? Who do you think is going to uh, prevail in the Sweet 16? So Chase, what do you think about it? Uh, well, as we saw, I mean, Jesus, they got so <laughs> man. You know, yeah. no other way to put it. Any other game that ball goes in, you know, yep. March Madness, they it happens. Um Taco Fall, I mean, obviously, 7-6, it's like playing 2K with the sliders all the way up, you know. Yep. Um, but, you know, hats off to Duke for getting the win. Um, you know, seeing Coach K console the players, yeah, I mean, that's cool. But at the same time, he can't shake Roy's hand after he gets that ass beat, but neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so, basically, um, like you said, the matchup's going in. There's a lot of good games going on. Um, I think the most intriguing one's going to be that UK Houston game. Um, oh yeah, Houston. You know they're thirty something and three, four, whatever it is. Um, nobody talked about them all year, and you know I referenced back to I think it was like podcast seven, six or seven, um, and nobody talked about it. I literally said it. Nobody was talking about them and how good they are. Um, yeah, you know, and they lost basically their best player last year, which is Rob Gray, who's now in the G League and is tearing it up. But um, at the same time, LSU and Michigan State's kind of intriguing. Um, I think Purdue kind of is kind of gelling at the right time. Um, so that's that, that could be pretty interesting to see what Purdue does. Um, Duke Virginia Tech, um, as we know. That is going to be a defensive game in your face because that's what way Virginia Tech plays. So uh, it's going to see it's going to be interesting how to see how Duke responds to it. Um, North Carolina Auburn, uh, it's got me nervous, but you know Auburn's a hell of a team. I will give them credit where credits due. Um, so you know we'll see. Um, I don't know. It's so up in the air right now. Um, unfortunately, uh, the day that 
I am in the middle of the ocean on my cruise is the national championship. So God <laughs> forbid, I, if they don't have it on there, I'm going to tear some shit up till they turn that national championship on. Because yep. um, hopefully North Carolina is there and hopefully they win it because if they do, it's going to be bottle popping in Mexico and Honduras, baby. <laughs> I can see uh, Chase's on the boat yelling, iceberg, iceberg. Okay, we dude. got a dock because there's this crazy-ass guy saying there's an iceberg in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I'll just, dude, and I'll they're like, okay, sorry, I'll guys, I got to go to the bar. Icy colors. Carolina <laughs> yeah. blue, baby. So icy. Look at that. It's an iceberg. Yeah. It's an iceberg. I got to go watch TV, man. Oh, I, I, I mean, got a good time on a cruise ship. Yeah. I mean, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, like, I'm out in the ocean. If North Carolina wins, I'm going to lose my shit, and I'm just going to have a hell of a good time. And they're like, this guy's going to be arrested by the Ferrales in, like, five hours because as soon as they dock in Mexico, your boy's gone. It's like champagne popping, run around the entire See you in 10, fellas. See you in 10. Yep. (laughs) It's like, well, all right. Uh, That was fun. (laughs) You'll see me riding dolphins and manatees out there like, hell yeah. (laughs) Let's go. <laughs> have a pet we whale got the shark. natty. Have a pet whale shark. Oh man, what a time to be alive! That's it. That'd be it. <laughs> but uh, Jimmy, what do you think about March Madness going on right now? Who do you think could come out of the Sweet Sixteen and make a run? Just what do you thought about the tourney so far? It, it's been damn good. Um, it's March. Every game has been, you know, for the most part, pretty pretty close. Uh, that yeah. Duke game all under. Would have been a little sad from a bracket if Duke lost, but at the same time would have been ecstatic to see UCF oh, yeah. pull off the uh, massive upset. That would have been pretty sweet. Um, and just, you know, it's it's March. Anything's going to happen. Um, out of all the games, uh, I think they're all going to be pretty close. I uh, definitely think uh, the LSU-Michigan State should be a really, really good one. Uh, Oregon, Virginia. They, um, you know, I think that'll be good with Oregon pulling off the upset. Yes, I'm being a little biased, but at the same time, Oregon's <laughs> turning it on at the same or at the right time. They're sneaky, um, so that you know that they could be good. I still think Tennessee can make a good run to the Final Four. Um, Houston hopefully pulls off that W and uh, leading going from there, but. Man, it could be Virginia Tech versus LSU and Florida State against Texas Tech and just some crazy nonsense. Like, all the number one seeds could go down, which I wouldn't be surprised. Be a little sad for the bracket. Same time, wouldn't be surprised. It's March. God only knows what the hell is going to happen. Oh, no, you wouldn't be surprised at all. And there's a lot of parity in this tournament right now and in college basketball. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one. So, chat, what do you think about it? Uh, Do you think – do you think it's a little kind of a little sub question for you since we mentioned Duke? Do you think that that loss or that not loss that should have been a loss, but should that have win should have been, but that win? Do you think that it will ultimately help them in the long term, or do you think it'll just kind of bring them down, or just and overall, just what do you think about the tournament so far? I, as far as that win, I mean, yeah, I think that would help. That shows that they can handle a lot of adversity in that situation. Uh, Aubrey Dawkins went off for the game of his life. And yeah. He, there is no paint presence quite like Taco Fall down there. <laughs> there is no one who can provide a paint presence like that. And uh, dude, that, that dude stands in the paint for 30 seconds on every single shot clock. I don't know what happened to the three-second rule. But, hey, <laughs> good for him. Uh, that was a phenomenal game. The first two rounds did not disappoint. Uh, I did say on our last podcast, this time, 
when we recorded, my bracket was going to be fucked, and I was correct. <laughs> my top bracket is a 43.2%. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> uh, as far as the rest of the tournament, man, I still... I'm still holding out hope for Duke and UNC again in the championship game, but there's a lot of different ways that this can go. There are 16 incredibly talented teams out there right now, and these are all young kids that can go every single way. Uh, As for Kentucky, is P.J. Washington supposed to play? Yeah, he's out of the walking boot, and he's practicing. So, Okay, that'll help Kentucky a whole lot. I still think Tennessee can make a run. I think if Washington plays, Kentucky can make a run. I think really all 16 teams that are left can make a run of this. So I'm really looking forward to watching the games tomorrow and Friday and uh, seeing where we're at going into the Elite Eight again. So we're going to be having a completely different conversation again. Yep. No matter what teams we mention, no matter what teams we mention right now, this conversation is going to change in two days. That's yep. the beautiful part of this year. Best madness. Uh, best time of year. Uh, I, I sound like a broken record at this point, but I, Truly cannot state just how this time of the year it's awesome because phenomenal. There's no real take that you can have. Like it's just guessing, honestly. (laughs) Uh, You can make educated guesses at this, but it never ends up that way. Usually, anyways, it always ends up like if you don't know a damn thing about college basketball, you have the best bracket. Yeah, right. Just it always works out that way for some reason. Like six or seven years ago, there was a kid that went to Purdue who had the last perfect bracket because he had Purdue winning the championship. Yep. Wow. Uh, and Purdue had happened to make it to the Sweet 16. So he had the last perfect bracket because Purdue was just supposed to be awful. He had Purdue yeah. winning the entire thing, and he was the last perfect bracket. Obviously, well, my main disappointed. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, on well, my main bracket, I ended up picking 15 out of the 16 teams, but like in the first two rounds, I missed a crap ton of games. But at least I got to this point pretty well. Yeah, know, I missed, a lot, missed a lot of games early, but man. Hey, right now is when it matters. Yeah. <laughs> After the first round, I was looking great. I think I'd only missed two or three games. The first day, I missed one. I felt great about myself. And then it was just fell off a cliff. There wasn't even a downhill. Yeah, just straight nosedive. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Happens every single year. I don't know why I still fill out a bracket. It just hurts my confidence. I feel like I don't know what I'm talking about at this point. You feel, I feel so like confident. If, I feel like if your bracket is almost 40%, you shouldn't be allowed to have an opinion on college basketball anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Considering yeah, that's that is my highest percentage. Yeah. My lowest is 26. Ooh. Oh, I think <laughs> my lowest is like eight. Mine's like three. <laughs> Oh well, I feel way better. Hey, I, I randomly picked them. Don't don't worry about it. I randomly picked. Them. Okay, no, I like. No, you all suck. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's like a quarter. Right now, I got the lowest at thirty, and then the highest at eighty. So now, now I feel bad again. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, sorry. Got a little too hype. Sorry. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. PG show. Jim, PG show. This is a family show. (laughs) All right, before Jimmy boosts his confidence too much, let's just switch topics. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Give me back down to earth. (laughs) Let's <laughs> just go into a little bit of baseball. Really, probably the biggest news of the week or so. 
Jacob Degrom got a big extension, five years, one hundred thirty-seven million. Uh, we'll cover the last two years of his arbitration, first three years of free agency. Kyle Hendricks got an extension from the Cubs, four years, fifty-five and a half million. Hell yeah, that's great for them. Uh, poor old Steven Souza. Uh, did you all hear what happened to him yesterday? <laughs> he basically tore everything possible in his left knee. Yeah, just well. uh, tore all of his uh, complete tear of the ACL, LCL, partial tear of the PCL, and posterior lateral capsule tear. He has nothing left. He has no knee. There's nothing left. That's basically just white noise in between his kneecap. (laughs) From stepping on home plate. What a legend. That sucks. That sucks, though. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. The the guy had a great year in 17. Had a lost year last year, but... But he's so good, though. I hate to see it. You hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks for them, but uh, probably... Uh, past that, you know, Giants, the president and CEO of the team, Larry Bayer, got suspended until July 1st after the alleged uh, – well, not alleged. There was not a alleged. It. It yeah, there was a video. Yeah. That got a piece uh, of shit. Was, uh, uh, <laughs> pretty graphic. Yeah. Uh, suspended until July 1st. Who cares? Uh, he got it. it. Just move on after July 1st until then. Handle it. But uh, the, pod, the Padres look like they're going all out. Fernando Tatis Jr. made the opening day roster. Francisco Mejia made the opening day roster. And one name I wanted to mention, Chris Paddock made the opening day roster for the Padres. That dude has not pitched. He has, well, he has made seven starts above A-ball in his entire career, and he made the opening day roster this year. Wow. The Padres are going all out. <laughs> dude, they're shooting for third. Yeah. Yeah. At least you get the bronze these- medal. I really yeah. think that with all these moves, I think they won't get eliminated until August or so. Oh, yeah. I, I think they'll really make some improvements there. Ryan, they're, they're taking after the uh, Pirates strategy. Yeah. I was going to say, that's Pirates right there. Yeah. Let's be as mediocre as possible to see what happens. Yeah, there were the Pirates and the Marlins, man. They're getting close. They came close the, then. They came close. For the brand. For, I for they, the brand. Mediocre. I think, they, I think they may wait two years before they're trying to get out of this Manny Machado contract. <laughs> you know they'll what? Probably that's, that's probably they'll probably trade him. They'll probably trade him, bro. <laughs> Who's gonna take him with that? Yeah, I know, right? Like, nobody, so nobody, nobody's gonna nobody take him. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine getting a phone call? Hey, will you pay Manny Machado a fuck ton of money? He's hitting two twelve this year. Yeah. Please, please. They probably they probably they probably just look at him and be like, dude, are you out of your mind? But guys, yeah. no. remember how good he was in twenty fourteen? Oh, mm-hmm. please. Like, all we have is a shit ton. Um, um, I don't think we have enough room in the budget for a fuck ton. Would you take a shit ton? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what if what we throw a in a Do you give a damn or do you not give a damn? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, if you want, if you don't give a damn, let's just throw the kitchen sink at him. If you do give a damn, here, here's $135 million. Enjoy. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, how about that? That's it. <laughs> Enjoy Sorry. your extension, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but interesting fact, I, I, I like this earlier from MLB, the MLB uh, uh, Instagram. So um, they they took they took a sample of uh, six pitchers um, and their extensions. So we got Aaron Nola, four years, forty five million, which I think is kind of low. That that's, that's a, a huge deal. Oh, Aaron Nola is probably one of the best pitchers out there right now. He's fairly young. He's doing very well with the Phillies. I think he's their ace. Absolutely. Uh, Jacob Degrom, uh, like we said, five years, one hundred thirty seven and a half million. Uh, Luis Severino, though, um, four years, 40 million, kind of a steal right there as well. Um, 
but he does have a shoulder issue right now, so that's you know kind of playing a factor. But I think he'll bounce back and be okay. Chris Sale, five years, one hundred forty-five million. Woo! If you're a Red Sox fan, you have to be a little bit worried about that because not, I mean, not because of his contract or or well, actually because of his contract, but not because of his pitching, because he's a great pitcher. He's an ace pitcher. But his contract is going to severely affect you guys re-signing Jackie Bradley Jr. or Mookie Betts or somebody who's a focal point of your offense and defense both. Uh, so that's something to look out for. Blake Snell, five year $50 million. I think he's worth more than that. Oh, God, yes. That was Absolutely. Uh, especially for the Rays. He is the only player on the team that anybody gives a shit about. Sorry, bro. Yeah, uh, I will say this, though. This has gone under the rug for the Rays without spending money. Is the team that does not spend money. Snell has not gone to arbitration yet. That is the biggest contract for a player, for right. a pitcher, before reaching arbitration ever. Right. So the right. Rays don't spend any money, but they kind of did there. $50 million for five years for an ace or for a Cy Young still doesn't sound like a lot, but pre-arbitration, that is still a lot. It is. And Justin Verlander, two years, $66 million, uh, just because he's, you know, about to marry Kate Upton, he gets that money. So good for him. I don't blame him. Good for you, buddy. You, everybody's jealous of you, and I hope you have a great year because God only knows you have a great day every day that you go home to that. So good for you, buddy. Good for you. For sure. Uh, and then, like you said, Hendricks getting uh, the money he deserves. I think he's the Cubs' ace. Um, you know, they don't call him the wizard and the professor for nothing because he's a legend <laughs> and he's a great pitcher. So um, in- interesting to see. So, why are contracts bouncing around? Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, Trace, what do, you, what do you think about all the things going on in baseball right now? How excited are you for the season to start? Extremely, extremely. Two <laughs> days. Like, it feels like it's days. forever. It's getting, it, it feels like it's two weeks. It's like it's just so, it's so close, but yet it's like, can it just get here? But no, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I mean, it's going to be. Just fantastic to see baseball back. Everybody is just pumped for it, or at least you should be pumped for it. But as far as those deals go, you know, I I, I agree with all the points y'all made. I mean, some of them are definitely fitting based on the caliber of pitcher, but then some, you said, like y'all mentioned, especially like Chase mentioned, some of those were steals, the contract and the deal and stuff. So uh, DeGrom, I mean, I, I think there was no doubt he was going to get his money. I mean, that's that goes without saying. He's, he's their ace. He's their – franchise pitcher so to speak you know so i think that's definitely a guy that needed his money uh but yeah i mean i think everybody's pretty much got the the right idea right now about what they want to pay these guys and what they think they're worth and everything so we'll see how it plays out but i I like how it's set how we how it's setting up for the season this year and in the future it's just gonna be awesome to see baseball back and a lot of good interesting storylines heading into the season and see how they play out so I'm, i'm pumped yeah, definitely. I agree, man. Jimmy, what about you? I can't freaking wait. I'm so damn excited. <laughs> Sit on my ass and drink beer all day Thursday and watch baseball. And then Sweet 16, it's going to be fantastic. Heaven. Yeah, boy. I can't ask for a better day. With the Masters right around the corner. Oh, best time oh, of year, man. Amen. But, uh, I, I think the Pirates are going to find a way to uh, really get my hopes up and then just break my heart and let me down completely. Um, brand. So normal. Yep. Yep. So normal. 
Agreed. Um, I agree with what Chase said, though. The Chris sale, or the sale deal, I was pumped for a second, and then I realized that we still have a couple big-name players that are Screw uh, you guys become, over big time. become free agents soon, but they'll find a way. They'll, I mean, they got a boatload of money somewhere. They'll find a way to make a deal if the players want to stay slash if they really want to keep them, which I hope they do. They're a good team. Um, but yeah, sale like I like the tra- or I like the signing. Same time, he's kind of getting up there in age, and you know, he. I think he's going to have another good year uh, this year. Uh, probably a pretty good year next year. The year after that is what I'm a little worried about. But you know, three years down the line, we'll see what, how it goes. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited, and I still think if the Pirates are in literally any other division in baseball. They are top three team, probably top two, most Could likely. Be. But in the they, at least we'll trade. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, switch. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we'll still be in third. But but yeah, well, yeah. Pirates could be in third in that that division, possibly. Um, in in our division, the Central NL Central is just the hardest division in baseball, and we'll Stop. probably be in last with a above five hundred record. Hopefully, please be above five hundred. That's all I ask. <laughs> but, yeah, we're I, definitely I, not going to make the wild card. So yeah, I mean, my <laughs> boss is supposed to ride with me on Thursday, so here's what I'm going to tell her: one hundred five Yankees first pitch and four hundred five Cubs first pitch. So anything else work related, I don't care. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Like, I'm, doing busy. A damn thing. I'm busy. You can you can rate my scores however you want. Rate my scores however you want. I'm busy. I'm busy. Just baseball season. Baseball season, baby. <laughs> Dad, it's a national holiday. It, it is. should be. Opening day should be a national holiday. If, if you disagree, then go kick rocks. You know? Yeah, go play yeah, in traffic. Go play in traffic. Real quick. Oh, I tell you. We are, looking we at are the... not being dramatic at with that. Nope. No, but, I'm but... totally spot on. 100% correct. Real, real you, quick. You are, yes. Yeah, I'm looking at the ESPN app, and they have like the what the ESPN baseball writers have as a uh, each league uh, who's going to win, and they picked alias the Yankees, 16 votes. Yeah. And um, they their uh, Red Sox came in second with 14 votes, and guess who had one vote? To the Rays. Ailes. Yep. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey, hey they, the it, it, yeah, they had one. They had one vote. Um, that one guy from Florida, like, hell yeah! Man, we're gonna win a boys. We're, we're gonna, gonna get, get her, boys. We're gonna get her. So, it's sorry, 08 Chad. all over again. Yep. Sorry, Chad. Love you, buddy. Dick uh, by, that's probably Dick Vitale's vote. He's in the back. Yeah, maybe the race is I swear to God. Diaper Sandy's out on the baseball diamond. They picked the Indians to win the Central. Um, Twins came in second in that one. AL West, Astros, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see, NL East, the Nationals. I could see with Phillies, then Braves, the Mets, and Central Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. Uh, Brewers. Some people has going like below, like in last below five hundred. I said, "Are you serious?" Like, who, oh yeah, yeah who gives these guys ago. any type of credit to be a baseball writer if you think they're going to go what whatever they thought they were going to like eighty yeah. and eighty two or whatever it was like? Go kick rocks, bro! Like, go play in traffic. Is all I gotta say to you. A couple weeks ago, yeah. I really? saw on Twitter it was like some baseball writing account website whatever had the cubs like 72 and 90 something they're out of their minds they're out of last place and like with the 
I think they had the Brewers in first. I can't remember for Brewers. sure, but oh there, there honestly could be a three-way tie at the end of the year for the Central, Dude. which I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, anyway, I could see I could see the Brewers winning that division, but there's no way the Cubs are going under 500. No, there's no, no way. There's just no. too much I, talent there. No, I don't think either, or something, but... Yeah, uh, unless they literally call up their entire Double A farm yeah. team because everyone in the their 25-man roster just got injured or something. Yeah. I was about to say, our double-A team might win the World Series. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> we got too so many damn prospects to even deal with, man. We're trading them away left and right. <laughs> and then uh, in a West, uh, Dodgers, which no surprise there, yeah, constantly no surprise. in the talk to no. or in the talk, but, you know, they, they can't do anything in the – you know, if they make it to the World Series, they're just going to fall flat on the face like they do every year. Nah, like Kershaw, he's a goat. Before that, man. Yeah, he's a goat of a pitcher, but when it comes to playoffs, he just chokes. Can't, can't perform for some Reggie reason. Miller, oh, Reggie Miller big, sign right here. Not on the big stage, yeah. but no, that's no. all I got for baseball. That's crazy. Kershaw's got to get back on the mound before he can choke in the playoffs. The yeah, that too. That too. He's got to get that shoulder in check. Yeah. Which I, for guys like Sale and Kershaw, man, they throw just so awkwardly. Sale yeah. started to have those issues late last year. His shoulder was just kind of giving up on him a little bit. Uh, he says he's healthy now. I guess we'll see. But it makes you wonder if guys like the if guys like them can really handle a full season's workload anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're clearly not going to be a two hundred inning guy, but oh, can they even handle a normal workload at all? It's it, that's questions that I want to see answered throughout the course of the year. Yep. Trust me, I had Chris Hill on my fantasy team. He really fucked me towards the end of the year. Yep. Yep. I it's, had Chris Hill for one start in the last two months of the season, and he gave up eight runs in an inning. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just I kept stashing him because I kept angle. saying he'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Like that arm angle. Thanks, Chris angle is so Fuck unnatural. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think this does just boil down to the same thing that we've all agreed with before, except for Jimmy. Uh, the Red Sox were created by Satan. Uh, yes. They just never do anything good. Yes. No. No. I agree. No. Have to be equals to six. And what's no. the number of the devil? Six, 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 six. Bobby. Well, sorry. Six, six, six. I said too there many sixes. Too many sixes. That, many, that many sixes you should be afraid. But sorry, I had to quote Drake right there. Uh, crazy. Yeah, I think that does just down to uh, fuck the Red Sox. No. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Second that. Favorite that. Retweeted it. Fuck Absolutely liked it. Oh, oh this guy. I, have not, I haven't heard anybody dispute that for quite a while. Yep. I yeah, don't hear fair. anybody disputing it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But anyways, uh, going to cover some MMA here. We are at the fights this weekend. We got to witness probably the best knockout of the year thus far. Anthony Great. Bettis turned back the clock, landed a nice little Superman punch that you just never see on. Arguably one of the most decorated stand-up guys in that weight class. Coming up in weight, that was a big card for a lot of people. Curtis Blades absolutely dominated, dominated Justin Willis. After Justin Willis talked all that shit, landed four significant strikes in 15 minutes. Very, very impressive for all the shit that he talked. How about uh, you just never say a word again and just go work on some wrestling? Let's try that. Good idea. Hussey Formiga got a big win for the flyweight division. Uh, if Henry Sahuda ever stops fucking around and stops trying to fight at 135 and actually is a man to defend his belt, Formiga should get the next shot, but mm-hmm. that won't happen. 
a lot yeah. of big wins for Blaise Pena, Macy Barber, Bryce Mitchell, uh, Marlon Vera, Randa Marcos. Names going on and on and on. That was a great card. Great card being there in person. That was amazing. Bridgestone Arena was amazing. That was just that was a great time. Those are great fights. Great time. Coming up this weekend, uh, we have Justin Gaethje and Edson Barboza. Uh, David Branch returns against Jack Hermanson. Josh and Matt and Michael Johnson is going to be a fucking amazing fight. And no one notices. These are free on ESPN. So, Trace, even you should watch. Let's go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Free. Hey. I heard free. Hey. Hey. Free. Live and free, Trace. There you go. Hey. Uh, fun one. Casey Kinney came over from LFA. He fought March 22nd in LFA. Four days ago. Won his second belt. He was a double champion in LFA. He is stepping in short notice this weekend to fight Ray Borg. So he'll be fighting on eight days notice. After winning his second belt in LFA, he's coming over here on eight days notice to move up to 135. Uh, fight Ray Borg, who is just a title contender. It's awesome for him. Good for him. That's pretty insane. Eight days notice, two fights. Uh, I guess we'll see how that goes for him, but he's an incredible fighter. Uh, Ray Borg is also an incredible fighter. Prayers out to him and his kid. Absolutely. I think he's having another surgery here soon. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, kid's less than a year old, and he's had six or seven surgeries already. Wow. But, Chase, you were there with me. What'd you think this weekend? What's your take? Who had the biggest showing? What are you looking forward to, man? Man, I still got pinning charges in my card from the snack, snack, snack stand and the beer stand, man. So, <laughs> good times. But, um, uh, as we saw, Macy Barber versus J.J. Aldridge. Macy, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great win for her. Uh, she was she was losing the first round. She came back and finished in the second. So uh, it's nice to see that um, old violent Bob Ross, Luis Pena, got that W. Um, he didn't make weight, uh, but you know he uh, he looked he looked good in that fight. He really did. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does in the future uh, coming up. I know I'm sure he'll get a uh, new fight here pretty soon. Uh, regardless of the weight cut and weight missed and everything. Uh, Formiga, what a great fight. He put on a show, uh, Figueredo. He was undefeated uh, before that and suffered his first loss. So um, I think Formiga definitely gets gets the next title shot. Um, he should. But uh, experts have him fighting uh, Benavidez next. Um, it sucks to see that, but he, he should definitely get it because Cejudo's playing games and doing his little thing and whatever, but he should defend the belt. Uh, the McDessie and uh, Pinedo fight, I took a nap because it was so boring. Um, personally, Justin Willis. Oh, dude, it was terrible. Justin Willis, I mean, dude, if you're going to talk shit, back it up. I mean, you got slammed six or seven times, and you weighed 266, bro. Like He threw him around like a rag doll. Like, Curtis Blades made him look like a little tiny schoolgirl like i mean dude he just threw him around beat him up and just you know it was it was a it was a, it was a dominant fight by curtis blades i mean who does he fight next i don't know maybe stipe maybe francis i don't know but fun man, fact you got, curtis blades is undefeated against guys not named francis and Gunner. true that uh but <laughs> Two losses you got francis no yeah <laughs> yeah you got to uh 
you you got to throw more punches in that. You got to lay more punches. You got to be more precise and everything. You can't just depend on your wrestling at all times. Even though wrestlers make great fighters, I'm not discrediting them at all. But once you get a guy, against a guy who can defend and take down like Stipe and can throw punches very heavily, then you're going to find yourself into some trouble. Uh, Wonderboy, uh, it's unfortunate. I love Wonderboy. He's a great dude. He's a great fighter. And he's just a tremendous, tremendous class act. Uh, so it always sucks seeing him go down. But I don't have any problems with Anthony Pettis. I think Anthony Pettis is one of the MMA legends. He's an exciting fighter. Sure, he's been on a skid of 3-6 and whatever, right? I think it's 3-6 and 1 because I don't know if he had a no contest or a draw or something like that. But saw it on there. Um, so that sucks to see um, that record. But I'm glad he got a win because uh, he deserves it. And he went up to 170, so it's a it's a tough tough weight class. A lot of you know, a lot going on in that weight class. Kamari Usman, Colby Covington, um, Ben Askren, Tyron Woodley, all them. So uh pretty crazy stuff, man, you know. Um but old Thug Nasty gave it up for Arkansas, baby get steak dinner. I hear you. Good stuff, man. That was probably one of the most wild post fight interviews I've seen in a long time. <laughs> but good for him. Um so, I mean, other than that, man, the fights were great. Um, Bridgestone Arena, uh, like I said, during the fights, man, I want to go see a hockey game there, you know, just because it looks so wild. Uh, it looks like a great time because, like, you're on top of everybody basically in there, man. And um, I don't know. I'm just excited to see the fights coming up. Um, Gaethje and Barbosa is going to be crazy, all that. So I'm really looking forward to UFC Fight Night in Philadelphia uh, this weekend coming up. Dad's birthday's on Friday, so I'm sure he'll want to watch that on Saturday. So it's going to be a great time, and the fights were awesome. So if you've never been, um, definitely, definitely think about getting some tickets and going because it is absolutely awesome live and absolutely the energy in the building just like riveted. Man, it's oh, it's awesome. But if you ever get a chance to check out the uh, fights live, do yourself a favor, bunk up with your buddies. Buy that ticket and go. It's perfect. Did you uh, hear what Pettis had to say about Ben Askren? Uh, no, I did not. Pettis actually trains with Woodley and Askren. So that those, those matchups will never happen. But they asked him about, you know, the top of the division. And, you know, they had mentioned Askren's name. He's like, well, Askren and I won't fight because we train together. But even if we didn't train together, I'm not going to fight that dude. I'll save myself the embarrassment. I'm good. Hmm. Uh, he was telling a story about how he had landed a spinning wheel kick on Askren's chin in practice. He turned around and tried to throw a swarm, and Askren proceeded to double leg him and then beat the shit out of him. Yeah, all right. And he was like, "I could tell while I was on my back that this dude is more hurt than I was, but it didn't take very long for me to be more hurt than he was." <laughs> it always and sucks when you look up and like you look up and you get beat by scree- screech by Saved by the Bell. That really sucks. It's happened to 18 people now, so... Yeah. Yeah. Solid. That's that's all I got for UFC. Jimmy, you have anything that you wanted to throw in there? I I just saw the the Pettis knockout off the fence, and that was pretty freaking cool. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That looked like it hurt just a little bit. So, just a little dude, bit. Should, my, dude, it was a wild sorry. sequence. Glad that was not my face. Oh, Same. I say. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah, 
Trace can't take any damage to his face. He's got to ready for his fight with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's got to. Yep. I mean, I'm I'm leaving Trace's corner. I'm, I got his back. Trace. Yeah. We'll start yeah I got some. Tomorrow. I got I'll some heat coming for Brock Lesnar. I guarantee you, you do. <laughs> you're, you're about to fade him like MJ in the playoffs, bro. You, I'm you just gonna you. Hit, hit him with that solid fade, and then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my god, this guy's a legend." He ain't gonna know like, what coming. Nope, not even close, brother. Trust me, I believe and, in you. You're my dog, Trace. You're my dog. And it might be on a video game, but I'll still do it. Hey, that's all right. We, Trace, I mean, man, I just I want you to know too that if something bad goes wrong in this fight. Don't you worry, because I will be right there to be recording it. Okay. <laughs> it will be all over YouTube, and we will make millions, okay. and we'll split it. You will get Probably. to watch Listen, it I'll bring the smelling salts. I got you. I'll be yeah, laughing we'll... all the way to the bank. Amen, son. Amen. <laughs> you will get yes, to watch you will. it later. Yes, you will. And then we'll have an even better podcast. I mean, there you go. I mean, it's yeah. a win-win. It's a win-win, bros. It's just cross-promotion. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all I mean, is. exactly. Exactly. All right, fellas. I have what? What? It does. Huh? 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 What? I don't know. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, boy. It's this late. Happened. I'm sleepy. I don't know what's going on. Um, You guys watching it? Well, I, I know uh, Chase, or Chase and Chatterton probably didn't watch that many uh, movies or or anything this weekend or um i've got a game of the week that's about game all of the week Ooh, uh, what's that the last episode ever of the telltale walking dead series came out yesterday well last Shit. night at midnight yeah um, you played it yet oh yeah I, I played at midnight nice did did I, you shed a tear when you when you finished uh, not, not a tear he shed a thug tear even thug more Oh, you know yeah. what? I'm I'm not gonna lie. In the middle of the game, I cried. At I'm, the end of the game, yeah. I cried again. Cried again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the way you do it. You, and then been... for a solid 45 minutes, I made no sounds whatsoever. Just sat wow. there and let the credits roll. Like a fucking man. Yep, <laughs> atta boy. I'm so proud. <laughs> so proud. Done that a time or two. <laughs> Happens. <laughs> Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Trace, you got a song, TV show of the week? Movie, maybe? (sighs) Uh, Not really movie or song, per se, but I guess just because I haven't actually said, labeled this as a TV show of the week yet, I'm going to go with... General Hospital. I knew don't, it. I knew it. I was about to say it. Don't at me. I, I don't care. That show is lit. It's awesome. It, it's, it's a really, really good show. I mean, it's not just the, the normal soap opera, just, you know, love triangle garbage stuff. It's it's way more to it than that. I, I, I just love General Hospital, so I don't care. Don't at me. GH, fan all the way. Well, it's been on TV for like what fifty years, right, or something? Over Some fifty crazy. years. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's been on for that long. It's it's got to be good. It's a goat TV show. <laughs> it's it's not a bad. goat not of bad. TV. Well, yeah. So while yeah. we're on the topic, of The Walking Dead, please start watching the show again. I, oh. I guess I have to hey, if it's I getting that good. I want. This past episode was the best episode they've had in like five years. It was Dang. awesome. <laughs> 
Okay, I I gotta I gotta start getting back into it. I even guess. Good or you season, said, even if you don't want to watch the season, just watch this last episode. Because mm. I th- I can't remember. I don't think I even watched like. I know I did. I missed all of last season. I, I think I missed all the last, last two season. seasons. I refused to latch, watch last season. So, but the you can season just finale, start right in. The season finale starts up Sunday. You can. I I guessed what happened in season seven. Seven. Eight. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I can do that. I think we're at eight now. I refuse to watch seven. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Eight. I can do that. For, this season, or whatever it is, eight or nine, episode one to this past episode, all of them have been good. Hmm. They switched over. Damn time. They switched over to a new writer. Thank God. Yeah, they probably they needed to. They saw the ratings just plummeting. There's dialogue now. Stuff <gasps> makes sense. What? Not everyone has cars. Three years into the apocalypse, that magically still have gas in them. That's important. Yeah. That's important. There was, there was one scene that I did not. I didn't watch the episode, but from season seven, they're after a time skip. They are God. Uh, seven, eight years in the apocalypse now. Yeah. They had a car chase scene. What the? Wow. Because that's that how sense. little that show yeah, started free, bro. Was making yeah, sense. It's free. Like, well, yeah, it's just everywhere. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> all over the place. It's still good, even though it's been sitting in the same car for eight not years. only is gas everywhere, they were magically finding like 2018 vehicles. Man, whenever wow. the world had ended in like 2012. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, this is great. Cross between Harry Bro. Potter and hell, yeah. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> this, this past season, they went with a big time skip. Just completely tried to erase everything that the past writing had done. Thank nice. And it's worked. Nice. Good. Good. The whispers right. are fucking Sweet. horrifying. Look up oh, Alpha, boy. the Walking Dead TV show on Google. It just look at what she wanna... looks like. Nope. She's pretty creepy. Yeah. Scared. Nope. It's almost my bedtime. I don't want to do that. I have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably would. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit, man. She's, she's a little creepy. She's a little she, creepy. She's a little scary. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Chase, you got a uh, song of the week TV Hell show? Yeah, movie? I got three. Three? Uh-oh. Let's hear Bump them. Listen, buddy. The theme of this weekend, I got them horses in the back. Oh, yeah. I love that song. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> old country trap music. Little Nas Tags. Old Town Road. What a legend. Um. And then uh, My Year by Gashi and uh, G-E-Z. Eric Shelton walked out to it. It was like the first fight on the uh, on, at the UFC event. So we were like, oh, damn, what is this song? Chatterton, good looks. He uh, looked up the lyrics and found the song. So shout out to him. That was awesome. Nice. Uh, Nick Personalities uh, by YNW Melly, who's currently sitting in a prison uh, right now with a murder charge. So shout out to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Great song, but uh, you got to fix that, bro. Uh, he, he had murder on his mind. So oh, he, he did. He, uh, he admitted it. Like, he no would say that, if you, dude. If you listen to "Murder on Your Mind" before you go into a fight or something, you're going to win. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. Uh, How so, terrified then, would you be if you walked out to the cage and you're sitting there waiting for your opponent, and they walk out to "Murder on Your Mind," and you just look across and they're just staring oh, it's an dead in the w. eyes? It's an a instant ref, w. A, a, a ref. Instant I tap. W. Okay. Okay. Instant I tap. W. I'm out. I, would, right? I mean, I, if I was a UFC fighter, dude, like I would walk out to that song. But you want to know why? Because I want to intimidate the shit out of you. Like, this guy's going to murder somebody. He's going to murder me in the octagon. Holy shit. Uh, show of the week. I did watch I did watch some Netflix on Sunday to recuperate. I was there. 
recovery day. Myself. Uh, watched the uh, Formula One um, Netflix show on on there. Um, pretty interesting, man. It really is. Like it's uh, breaks down like every like a day to day life of a Formula One driver. How they stay in shape. How they basically race the cars, how they go to the bathroom in the cars. <laughs> I mean, it covers point A to point B. I've got it's, to take a shit. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> like, it's wild. Like, was, it's so wild. And, like, uh, obviously, like, if you walk into our garage, my dad's a big Formula One guy. Uh, he's big Ferrari. Um, now, where he is, Alfa Romeo. So, the Alfa Romeo team, Massa Martin, Mercedes, all that. He watches all those on uh, Sunday nights anyway. And uh, when they have him on the occasional Saturdays, he watches Formula One. So it was nice, nice bonding moment. Uh, father and son watching Formula One on uh, Netflix. I know it sounds weird, but uh, if you get a chance, check out a uh, check it out because the documentary is actually a pretty phenomenal piece of uh, film and artistry uh, from point A to point B. And, um, and the episodes aren't too long; uh, they're pretty good, right in the middle, right, right around forty-five minutes. So. Um, Definitely, uh, definitely a big time uh, recommend. So, if you get a chance, watch it. Yeah, I want to know what they're doing when they're coming around turn seven and they all of a sudden, oh, I got to poop. Oh, dude, they're coming around 250 miles an hour, like, dude, I got to do a dump. <laughs> Man, the only thing on your mind is don't shoot your pants, don't shoot your pants, don't shoot your pants. But, yep. hey, I feel like that would be an advantage because, like, everyone has been in that situation where they've been on the road and they've really had to take a shit. Dude. And that's when you drive faster. That's Kettle. when your driving is on oh, point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're getting first place, finish that shit early. But at the same time, at the same time, they do show some accidents and they're like, it's it's amazing watching these guys walk away from it basically unscathed. Like, oh well, I got like like I walked through a briar bush earlier and got a scratch. Like, how the hell are you even alive, man? Like it's no. crazy. It's crazy. When you said they show some accidents, I did not think it crashes. I thought of somebody shitting their pants. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, glad. But just yeah. Mark going on. The guilty is charged. Can you imagine? Congratulations, you won the race. What was your motivation? I really had a shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 put my pants around turn three. <laughs> I go, Ricky Bubba. I listen to car handle real well. Not sure what to do with my hands. I really got to take a shit. Actually, I already <laughs> exactly. I had a great time out there. I see the right great ass, but I won the I won the race. That's okay. Laughing Mount Liquor. Let's go. Laughing Clown Mount Liquor. Let's go. Hey, Amen. My only uh, song of the week is probably um, Sunflower by Post Malone. Oh, and it's uh, in the Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Also, great movie. Big Spider Man fan. And I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not since it was all like, you know, um, animated. That's the word. And, but it was a damn good movie. Damn good movie. Uh, also, it started up. Uh, fuck. Narcos. There we go. Almost said nachos. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I'm a little hungry still. Nacho! <laughs> Uh, Nacho Libre, though, still a great movie. Fucking racist. We'll watch a show about Mexican people, and you think it's called the Nachos? <laughs> no, I just think it's about food. It just... That's a good one. <laughs> a white guy with red hair. This yep. guy. Right. Um, gosh, damn it. All right, I'm done. All right, show's over. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, commercial break. Commercial break. Right now, break. Right now,
The show's yeah. over. End it. I'm done. I'm done. Take a break as the Viagra commercial comes up and they see Joey's face. Hi, have you ever struggled with an erection before? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever struggled with words? Well, so have I. <laughs> Tune into the new episode of Nachos this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smiling Bob. Bob's in the background like, hey, <laughs> fellas, I just <laughs> got the perfect hole today. Let's go. I'm done. Show's well, over. Yeah, I do want to ask this before we go. Know. Oh boy, here we go. Chase mentioned it. If you all were UFC fighters or anything like that, what would your walkout song be? Oh, uh, murder on my mind by YNW Belly. I'm intimidating the shit out of them from the time I walk out to the time I get in there. Let's go. I'd have, I'd have to think about that one. That's a lot of songs good for that. Oh, Chase, here's a good one. Song. Guarantee it. <laughs> Either. Wait, you got it? You're pulling it? No. No, okay. I'd either walk out to Thunderstruck or um, I'm shipping or I'm shipping up to Boston. There oh, no. See, I'm going for like the reverse intimidation. Sorry, I'd be fucking leprechaun dancing all the way yeah. up to the octagon to get my ass kicked. <laughs> I'm going. At least you need the right mood about it. Yeah, boy. See, like I know my talent level, and I know like. I would get killed up there. So I'm going for like the reverse intimidation or at least, you know, to Davy Shark. And I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to, I want to give people an idea of what to expect here. I'm walking out to pocket full of sunshine. Hey, walk out to my shiny teeth and me by chip Skylark. And everybody's like, Oh teeth my God. Yes. See, here, here's my thought with that uh, pocket full of sunshine. Because my opponent's going to be in the cage already. You know, he's going to be all hyped up and ready to fight. And that's going to come on. And it's going to get stuck in his head. You might as well just yeah. play the powder puff. Girls. It's, just, it's, just, it's mental warfare after that. I like it. Yeah. We're going to get out there and we're going to touch gloves. Zachary, ever the strategic. <laughs> And I think if that goes my way, I could easily last 15 seconds in the cage. Easily. Yep. Yeah. Easy. Maybe. God, do what you got to do, man. That W. Well, it's meant to work. Whatever it is. I didn't mention any Ws. I'm talking about where you walk in. You get that mental warfare. You get that mental W, bro. Oh, yeah. Mental wins. It counts. I'd be be undefeated at mental wins, but physical wins? No. I'm doing Great. 72 Dolphins on the mental part. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'd walk there out go. there and kick them in the legs and we hit shins and then it would hurt me. Yeah. <sighs> ah, yep. No, yep. Ah, Can't cool. them down. <laughs> well, I mean, fellas, what what a show. Um, we went over some pretty good topics. We covered a lot. Um, so, you know, for podcast number nine. This shit's still rolling, baby. Still rolling. Mind you guys, we're still doing two times a week. Uh, so check us out on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. I know we posted uh, over the weekend from UFC Nashville, which was a hell of a time. Um, so we're going to work on all four of us getting to one. That way we can give you the utmost uh, content from UFC. We're going to get Trace involved so for his fight for Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar. Uh, Trace, <laughs> we're in your corner, buddy. Uh, we're not throwing the white towel, no matter how bad you're getting beat up or winning. Nope. Either way. Uh, so, um, for underrated but confident, man, we appreciate y'all listening. 
Uh, can't really get into uh, all the details of this weekend because we had such a hell of a time. But hell of a time, maybe. Uh, so uh, join us. I, I believe we're going to do another one on Thursday, correct, yeah. gentlemen? Correct, so. gentlemen? Uh, Thursday? Thursday? Yeah, like uh, Thursday or Friday or something like that. Yeah, Thursday or Friday. Yeah, we'll I, 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 I can't do Friday. But okay, so we'll, Thursday. We'll, we'll okay, okay, this. okay. We're making an executive decision. This shit's going to happen on Thursday. Uh, so, guys, uh, what a show. Gentlemen, thank you for your input tonight. Hell of a show. Great topics. Great conversation. Uh, make sure you all keep listening. So, um, we really appreciate you guys. So, for Underrated But Confident, we appreciate you guys. Have a good night, savages. We'll see you next time. Five-hour tea with caffeine from green tea leaves. It's delicious, energizing, and comes in three amazing flavors. With zero sugar and four calories, it fits your life. With its compact size and portability, it goes where you go. To the campsite, the hiking trail, the beach, without weighing you down. Five-hour tea. Caffeine from green tea leaves. Release your natural sight. From the makers of 5-Hour Energy. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.